Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. I'm here with uh, Darcy and Glenn. I'm, I'm your host, Aurelia, the Mindful Investor. And today we will be talking about uh, systems and delegating. So I thought I could start, out, start us off today. Um, so I have, uh, I'm involved with um, a residential portfolio and uh, it's in a tertiary market without property management. So for the longest part, I've been doing the property management myself and I wanted to free up some of my time. Uh, I'd like to, uh, I'm, I'm very interested in commercial. So I'm not new to commercial, but I, I want to focus more on it. And uh, I started a, a group around commercial and I'm educating myself and I'm looking at deals daily. So I wanted to free up my time to, to do more of that and less of the property management. And I used to do it all. And uh, so now I've hired someone to help me. And um, I like the process of first doing it myself so I can make a list of the tasks that are uh, required and then delegate those tasks to someone. And um, so mainly uh, I get people to help me with the ads when uh, the apartment becomes vacant. I get someone to help me with tenant requests so that uh, I don't get, I also really believe in um, being a, a master of my time so that uh, I don't live on people's schedule. Uh, they don't call me whenever they want. Uh, my, my phone is always on silent uh, and I check it when I, when I, when it's a good time for me to check it. And so that uh, I'm not dependent on the tenant request so that I have someone who handles those requests and then uh, the person shares them with me in the afternoon. Uh, I set aside time in the afternoon for that. I still deal with the contractors. I like to stay um, involved in that part uh, of the business, the expenses. Uh, that way I can, I can control that aspect of it. And yeah, uh, yeah, this is, this is my take on, uh, on delegating. It's a very recent uh, process for me. And uh, I'm, I have a, a friend who, who's been a, who has a, a business himself and he's been uh, guiding me along the, along the way. To, uh, so this is a fairly recent way you're approaching it because what you describe is foreign to me. <laughs> I understand the words you're saying, but it could be like my dog barking. I, I can't, I don't do anything like that. And I, it sounds so appealing. I'm almost weeping. It sounds so great. <laughs> so, so how, so how did you come to this? Cause it's just, you, this is about five different things. You phone on silent, you master your own time. You call back when it's convenient to you. Um, and you're jettisoning the direct property management. You only really retain the critical project management part with your contractors. The rest you've delegated to others. How did you, how did you get to there? Like what forced you to, or compelled you to do this? And how's it working? Uh, I really didn't enjoy the interaction with the tenant. And it was, uh, uh, it's very rare that a tenant calls you to, to say <laughs> you're doing a good stand-up job awesome. <laughs> having a great day yeah more it's more about complaining or something something's wrong so yeah. i i didn't want to be the the first one to hear it i i prefer to delegate it and uh i like to have somebody somebody other other than me um, uh, taking in the message and then relaying those to me with their own words and uh, uh, yeah and then um, 
Yeah, I didn't want to have to do that anymore. I wanted to free myself from that to be able to focus on, on, on growth tasks, uh, tasks that are more important that I, I take care of them. Um, so I'm going to go off the same sort of thing as Darcy that initially when we decided we were going to have this topic, I was like, this is my biggest weakness that I don't delegate stuff either. But I started to think about it. And the more I thought about it, I actually do delegate a whole bunch of things. Uh, when you start thinking bigger picture, but there is a lot of stuff that I've tried to delegate that I wasn't successful in delegating. Um, so evaluating deals was one thing I tried to delegate. I hired a virtual assistant, got them to try to run comparables. And, you know, I still wanted to do all the work myself, but just, instead of going through, um, if you know my business, I go through like a hundred deals to find one. Um, and if I could get them to do the pre-screening and I get it down to like, they find the 10 best, then I could just look at 10 instead of 100. Um, and I would, you know, scale it down. But I did a terrible job at training. Um, it's my, my one weakness is um, giving up control to some of these things. Um, in order to um, look up a lot of these things or do a lot of things in my business, it required a lot of passwords and a lot of things. And I was dealing with someone on the other side of the world. And I wasn't really totally comfortable with giving all those passwords up. I set them up a separate email, separate everything. So that is a weakness. But on the other side, when I was thinking about this topic, I have delegated a lot of things and I've intentionally delegated a lot of things. And whenever I do training, like real estate training, because I still do real estate training all the time, um, they're always trying to re bring stuff back in that I've already delegated. And I'm like, I don't want to do some of this paid training because because it's the opposite of what my goals are. And then what instance for that um, would be like searching the deals. Like a lot of people, they want to do basically to do your own wholesaling and then find the deal and then bring it in. And I am perfectly happy to pay the wholesaler fees to have them do that part. Because it's just like Ari was saying, I don't really want to interact with the sellers. I, I don't, I, I, comfortable paying discounted prices, but I don't necessarily want to negotiate people down that way. Um, and, and I am good at finding win-wins. Um, I'm good at finding, you know, maybe some seller carry back or ways to solve some of their problems, but yeah. it's still not, I would prefer to just have a wholesaler in the, in the middle to do that. Cause it's a lot of things that it's off my plate. Instead, I just get a summary of the deal. And then I spend a lot of time verifying all these numbers, getting a contractor to actually go and check these the property, getting like, you know, looking at rent rolls, looking at actual stuff instead of negotiating the original price. So just to clarify for me, definition, when you talk a wholesale, you're talking about a licensed real estate professional. No. Or is it something different? No, I'm, I'm, this wholesalers are, they're like putting out flyers, then they're uh, going and meeting with uh, sellers and negotiating at their table to try and get a price off market. So they don't have to be realtors in the States. They no. could be they just some guy. They don't have to be guy. in Canada either. They don't either. They do, they, then they do an assignment of the contract. So they sell oh, okay. Okay. instead of a, a sale of the contract in, in most cases. Um, I see none of those, at, you know, on you know, $3 million building, it's all licensed real estate professionals. So that was, yeah. um, okay, I had to clarify that term because I was confused. Okay, cool. No, no, that was, I'm glad you did. Because um, sure, if you're confused, I'm sure a lot of people were confused. Okay, it's just uh, cultural, yeah. Yeah, and another thing that I don't want to ever bring back in-house is property management. It's one thing, when I did my properties in Canada, I was the property manager. And by being so far away from my properties, I've had to hire people. I've had to fire a lot of property managers um, 
I think in Kansas City, we're on like our sixth property manager. I'm on my second one in Alabama. Um, lots of times I'm firing these people, but it is it is a delegation. I have I don't want to have to deal with the tenants, just like Ari said, and I've outsourced that to someone on site um, to do that. And I, there's a lot of advantages to doing it by having someone on site. You do pay for this service. It's just like hiring an accountant or anything else. It is yeah. an, a cost to doing all this stuff. You can do this cheaper yourself, but do you want to? Like, <laughs> do you want to deal with all this stuff? And do you want to deal with this the being this far away? I always worry that they could take advantage of me. If they know I'm so far away, they could be making up stuff. Um, and so anyway, that, that's where I was thinking. There is lots of parts to this. Contractors too. Uh, I've, I've got this into a system to buy a property. Like whether I've written it out like a system, you know, I evaluate the deal. I send people in a certain order. I call the insurance company. I set it up. And it's the same thing over and over and over. It is a system. It's not uh, as documented as some systems where it's, you know, um, where I could walk away from it. It does involve me in the system because um, I do yep. do the deal analysis and, I think it, it, I know there's companies that do step away from that completely once you've trained someone to do that. But I thought it's going to be the hardest part if I wanted to delegate that, yeah. the, just the deal analysis. Cause I, you know, even I don't trust myself. Even I go pay for all this software to find out ARVs and everything else. I still want everything verified. I want a contractor to walk it. I want a realtor or someone more, in that market to run that say this is i like to show my homework this is what i've done this is what i've come up with what do you think is this am i out to lunch <laughs> Are you missing something okay right. so yeah it is it is a system and i do it over and over again and that's one of the problems of switching to the larger multifamily because it's a new system it's not that yeah. i can't do it or anything else i've got a well-oiled machine and i just do the same thing over and over again turns to the same people to evaluate the houses, same thing, but you're like, okay, now I just have to change out a whole bunch of members in the team and right. And I have to rejig the thing. And that's, that's the biggest step because it's, it's easier when you've got the same thing to do over and over again. What about you, Darcy? Um, well, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, there's, oh, there's so many things here. Uh, um, as far as we were saying, talking about systems and you know, how do we delegate or, or accomplish the work? Uh, and that's a broad category. Um, on the system side of things, I was thinking, wow, do we have that many? We, we do with acquisitions, with assessing properties. There's some things like fire and safety, uh, budgeting, um, our back end of bookkeeping. These are kind of structurally set up through our accounting software. There's a system how you have to interface with the, with the, with the program. And then what we do with everything after, how we cut checks, how we pay, how we file, all that stuff. That's very systematized and it runs really smoothly. I am, so I'm not feeling so bad now, okay? We do have systems. We have a system about fire and safety and about annual maintenance and things like that. Um, but as for, oh man, for delegating, we said systems and delegating. This, I said to the guys before we started recording, this is honestly my weakest spot. I've got classic kind of founder syndrome because I've done all 10 or 12 jobs that there is and started out with a single bookkeeper who worked six hours a week and two, three hour shifts. So now it's gone to, there's four and they work 40 hours a week and their properties, you know, all this other stuff. That part I had my hands on when it was really small, it was really agile. And we didn't need a system because you knew everything is in your head. And when we got to 300 units and 
still in my head. And when 500 units, still in my head. But it means your head has to be somewhere attached to a phone or close to a computer all the time. And we do our own property management on a couple of notable exceptions we've made. But in the past, it's just, I'm a control freak. I want the results that I want that I know I can get. And I have talked to my investment partners about slippage because we're three time zones away and sometimes um, there's going to be some slippage, but I'm pretty diligent to sleuth that out and attend to the properties quite a bit. So I run a little differently and it's because I have a weakness in delegating. I recognize there's an inequity of power here. I'm the owner. I'm the boss. I sign people's checks and I feel really uncomfortable just pointing a finger at someone saying, do this. It's like throwing a stone or throwing a stick for a dog. I want them to want to do it. So that I play between power and authority and between leading and following, between uh, asking and consenting or giving your permission to be led is a tricky thing for me. And I've been in abusive, uh, inequitable power relationships and worked in other organizations. So I'm really anxious about it. I never want to impose on people. So it does make you less powerful as a leader. I need and I want respect, permission, passion, those things rather than obedience, compliance, um, the sort of traditional power model, um, model stuff. So it is a bit tricky. Uh, I'm not great at delegating. I've hired an assistant and hired lots of on-site managers and we had to let some go because it didn't work out because I really need them to work independently. I need them to drive our success. I need them to drive productivity. And if they're not doing that, I don't want to stand over them with a stick and a truncheon and start beating them to get productivity out of them. It's just, no. it's not my style. Yeah, and I, I can tell that the, uh, for me, I know, you know, there is a different ways of rewarding the help you receive. And uh, it's very important the way we talk to people and, uh, and, and being supportive and appreciative uh, every time that, you know, when something, somebody does something for me, they're helping me. And uh, yeah, yeah. I grateful for that help and uh, manifest yeah. it in, uh, in the way I interact with them. Yep. Yeah. And they give you permission to lead. You don't just tell people what to do. You can't compel them. We don't live in that kind of a society and smart and talented people have their own ideas and they want consensus. They want input. They want to be part of the decision-making. So we're working on ways to make that happen in our group better. I know I can't get, I can't succeed at this level with this many people in this complexity unless I have lots of really good people contributing, um, you know, voluntarily contributing with passion and creativity, not just with compliance or doing the job as it's described. I need more than the job description usually. Um, and that's harder. That's what uh, Peter Senge calls, you know, people giving their hearts and minds to a job. Um, and that's next level stuff. That's when you really start succeeding. Um, when people are giving their hearts and minds and creativity to a job to solve problems and make um, make the business, you know, really succeed. So, I don't know. It's hard to ask for that. People have to offer it. They have to give it. And it's not mine to ask for. So that's the tricky balance that we find ourselves in all the time. Or I do. Yeah. I don't know. Do we go far astray here? No, no. We're, we're still not far off. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about, like, you know, I've taken lots of education. And, like, when you take the courses, um, they usually say, like, go through your day-to-day -day and just write down what you're doing every day 
and then you can basically write job descriptions for every task that you're trying to do and then you can try to farm it out but it's really not as easy as that sounds it, it sounds so easy to do that um and some jobs you can do that um I don't know. That was Ari gave me that homework a couple of weeks ago. I forgot to do it. <laughs> oh, well, I, like I'm, I do feel like I'm failing as a leader, though. Now that we're talking about it, I remembered it. I'm like, I, I forgot to do that. I need to sit down and do all my jobs and see what I can farm out. But um, I don't know. I, I've interviewed some some guests on my other show that have uh, done incredible things and worked themselves completely out of the business. So they're buying houses, selling houses and renovating houses without them even being in there. They've hired all of those, those jobs out. And that's, those are people to learn from because it's, it's tough. It's not as easy yeah. as they make it sound because uh, the hardest jobs to lend out uh, or to farm out are usually the ones that charge the most to replace them. Yeah. Um, so it's like sales and uh, purchasing and those p jobs you want to get rid of are the most expensive to replace. Well, I know it's easy to get rid of counting legal uh, some of those things, mortgage yeah. brokerage. Um, I'm willing to pay a fee for a really good mortgage broker who can produce results. Um, it might, might feel gross to give up 1% on $2 million for what amounts to maybe 20 hours work. But if that guy's that good, you know, uh, you know, guys get paid uh, several million dollars to play 20 minutes of basketball and to throw maybe 11 shots towards a rim. 11 shots and they just run up and down the rest of the time. That's a pretty good gig, but they're pretty good at it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've trained yeah. a little bit. The shots per hour. More than a weekend. <laughs> More yeah. than a weekend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, well, thank you everybody for tuning in and uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. We enjoyed as much as we enjoyed doing it. We would love for you to review um, our podcast and uh, also if you wish to uh, send us a question for us to answer, feel free to send it at advancedreitalk advancedreitalk at gmail.com and we'd be happy to, to handle it or to tackle it during, uh, during the next episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody. All right, thanks. Thanks. Bye.